If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Patreon. Realist Podcast 7. We back, baby. This is Patreon. Um, I don't know the episode number. I'm about to figure this thing out on the fly right now. Uh, a hundred and... Not quite. 99. Okay. We are closing in on triple digits on Patreon, uh, which is an amazing pace considering it took us 19 years to get 200 episodes on the main feed. Absolutely. So shout out to that. Uh, shout out to everybody out there uh, listening, man. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all for sticking with us. We're going to get this Patreon thing right. We're going to stop being so disjointed. Matt was in the Middle East. Uh, you know, just the magic doesn't work if we're not both here. You know what I'm saying? It just is what it is, man. We, we, it's just, you know, whatever. So um, today, the, the one of the biggest topics in the world right now is the sudden and unexpected death of the godfather, Kevin Samuels. Yep. In the wake of his death, there is surprise, there is shock, there is awe, there's backlash, and then there's just the downright absurd that, position that some of you have taken, um, you know, in this man's death, which is extremely disappointing because I'm very well versed in this man's content. I'm very well versed in his, in his ethics and his ethos. Um, he, while his sound bites were kind of what was out there to the general public, you don't create a platform where you have one and a half million subscribers on YouTube and one and a half million followers on Instagram if you just talking complete bullshit, it doesn't really work that way. Um, and in a similar fashion with somebody like Alex Jones, where it's like, he's been deplatformed to the point where he can only basically drop content on his own platform. Uh, but now we look back on all the crazy shit that has occurred over the last few years. And Alex Jones ain't lied to us yet. So in similar fashion, Kevin Samuels, while his delivery may leave something uh, to be desired in certain aspects, um, and he may be very abrasive, um, there were absolute truths in the majority of what this man said. Mm -hmm. And I made it a point on Twitter. Um, I was very measured in what I wanted to say because I wasn't trying to deal with, like, you know, the, 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 the Kevin Samuels haters because at the end of the day, Twitter is a, uh, is a woman, is a black woman uh, stronghold. And they are the ones leading the charge against him in his death. And I said, there are known truths, there are unknown truths, and there are uncomfortable truths. And this man spoke the uncomfortable truths on a lot of different things as it relates to the black community, dating, black women, black men. And, I, and I've said this before on this show, I appreciated the fact that he was an equal opportunity asshole right so if the position of him is that he's an asshole and this this that and the third cool make it be known that he was an equal opportunity asshole and that he had the same type of energy and vitriol and smoke for everyone everybody the biggest problem that i'm having with the backlash that he's getting in death is that one there should be some form of respect for the dead this man was not a terrorist this man ain't come to your mama house and uh and slap her with his dick and, and rape your mama fucking ass. Like, none of that took place. 
So he's being admonished in his death for his words when every single month or so, he would do something on his platform called a smoke show Mm -hmm. where he would invite anybody that was a detractor, anybody that had something negative to say. He would openly invite the conversation of what is your problem with me, my message, my platform, et cetera, and very rarely, if ever, did the people who had an issue with him come with their issue buttoned up and it usually all boiled down to, well, I feel like X, Y, Z. And what we know about this man was that he was very measured. He was extremely educated. He was so sharp in terms of his word choice and understanding culture and content and how to examine and break apart a point to the point where when he would have these smoke shows, the majority of the people would get so disarmed. They would just end up leaving the conversation frustrated because they were not as skilled in the art of conversation that he was. No. And if nothing, he was one of the greatest orators and conversationalists of all time. And in two and a half years, he created more, conversation more static and he was a crack in the matrix of what typically happens when you see a good looking handsome black man with a suit on on any type of platform the message that he was delivering and what y'all who are his detractors were used to is you get this well-groomed handsome black man and he gonna hit you with the queen mother y'all the goddesses of the earth and blah 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 and instead He took the position of we used to be a people that were about family. We used to be a people that were about community and about culture. And at some point we lost our way and being a 56 year old man from the Midwest, from Oklahoma city, Oklahoma, having those like Southern Midwest down home type of roots, how people missed his overall message and why he was saying some of the things he was saying was so jarring to me because to me, all it was was a callback to my uncles, my father, Mm -hmm. my grandfather, and other strong patriarchal head of the family black men that existed in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. And to me, he wasn't reinventing the wheel or saying nothing crazy that I had never heard before, but in a world where people tune in, people have the ability to to tune into what they want to tune into and, and take in the messaging and things that they want to take in. It was crazy to me that instead of changing the channel, y'all would say y'all would stay in order to try to find ways to pick him apart but he was Teflon. You couldn't do it. And now so many of you have elected to take this lowbrow route in attacking him in his death. When, when he was alive, he invited any and all smoke, any and all detractors, any and all people that were against him. He invited the conversation and many of you would not have it. And that in itself is very, very disappointing to me. And 
it says way more about y'all than it does about him. Yeah. I'm going to say this. And I still got the hookah lit. Yeah. I'm going to say this. Kevin Samuels is... It was like a glitch in the Matrix. The way it happened over the last couple years. He just kind of appeared. It just, like, yeah, just out of nowhere. Like, just popped up. And, you know, and the craziest part is you go back and you look and you realize he'd been out there for years. And when he was talking to men... Nobody had a problem with it. Yeah, it like because this is this is the reality. You a man, I'm a man. Big Dan's a man. Like, I could realistically be like, "Yo, you need to be better about this." Dan needs to be better about that. You could be like, "Yo, you need to be better about this." And you know what I'm gonna say? Hey, shut the fuck up, right? <laughs> <laughs> and go ahead about my fucking day. You Absolutely. Know what I'm saying like. Oh, man, you just did so-and-so. Did you really need to do so-and-so? And it's just like, yeah, well, that's what the fuck I felt like doing. Whereas, like, with women, anybody, like, not even nobody they respect or know could just be like, why you wear them shoes? Motherfucker, what the fuck you mean? Why you wear it? It's like that. Yeah, where's, where, our women, not all, but a, 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 a sizable part of the population are so emotionally unhinged that anybody that's saying something counter to what you want them to say is now deemed an enemy. Yeah, yeah. And that is crazy to me, to give someone you do not know, you never met, you've never been in a room with that much power over you. It's nuts to me. It's crazy. And we're now on a week of this, and y'all are not letting up. And shout out to Pastor Jeezy. Because he said something so poignant, which is when the truth don't work, they start telling lies. Was that Jeezy? When the hate don't work, they start telling right. lies. And we've gotten to the point in this simulation. No, that was French Montana. Was it? Yeah, we're fat. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. When they oh, shout out work, they start telling lies. But I think it came from Jeezy. I think right, it is. Jeezy's it, it came line. from I'm Jeezy. Sorry. Yeah, I forgot that French Montana gets yeah. all his lines he's, from other rappers. He's, French Montana's yeah. phenomenal yeah. at just pick. Oh yeah. no, I need that. Let me get yeah. that. Uh, and it's it's just crazy to me that it's like we've gone to the point where we calling him broke now. We tried the gay thing when he was alive. Yeah, the gay thing didn't work. It didn't work. Yeah. So now we calling him broke. He was fucking fat bitches. Like, we've gone. Idol. <laughs> <laughs> we've gone to such, we've sunk to such depths in order to try to prove a point to a person that ain't even here no more. Right. It's crazy to me. To me. It's crazy to me. And there are a lot of people out there that agree. You, We have reached a point to where anybody that's even simply saying, Rest in peace to this man has become an enemy of the state by proxy. Right. Marlon Wayans has become an enemy of the state by proxy because he was a Kevin Samuels supporter. T.I. has become an enemy of the state by proxy. Dr. Umar, they mad at Umar now because Umar said he didn't force nobody to come on his platform. He didn't trick nobody into coming on the platform. 
He didn't bait and switch nobody to come on the platform. You knew what you was getting when you came on. Right. Because he had his shit so buttoned up. He got administrators. He had a pool of people that potentially were going to come on the show. You got to have XYZ credential in order to get on the show. You got to have a picture. We got to confirm you. We got to confirm who you are, that you're a real person, that you're not going to get on here and talk no goofy shit or, or fuck the broadcast up. You got to be centered and not running around the streets or moving when you come on here because it fucks up the way that it looks. And... The topic of the show was announced pre-show. Like, you knew what you were getting yourself into when you went on a Kevin Samuels broadcast. And for every single viral moment he has where he's telling some crazy woman that she's a crazy woman and checking her for her delusion, there are other shows where he's encouraging other women, black women, that you on the right path and your parents raised you the right way and blah, blah, like. All of these different things. And Charlemagne said that his grandfather told him, you're not as good as they say you are, you're not as bad as they say you are. Usually falls somewhere in the middle. And in his death, y'all are madder at him than y'all were when he was alive. Like, visibly madder than y'all was when he was alive. Because now, the, the, eventually, the train is going to come to the station, and it's going to stop. Yes. And it's not going back out. You know what I mean? My woman is calling me. Hold on. She must not know I'm still recording. You want to do this on air? Hey, honey, I'm still recording. <laughs> no, I'm at Dan's house. Dan has a couch now. It's great. Yeah, I'm at, I'm at Dan's house. Um, Yeah, so I'll call you as soon as I'm done. We just started this Patreon episode. I'm like 15 minutes in. Okay, not a problem. Call you when I'm done. Family stuff. Your voice changed. <laughs> oh, that's about it. <laughs> yeah, really. I'm not going to Qatar with that fucking guy. <laughs> the fuck is that guy? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, j- just the, the jubilation that y'all have in this man's death is that, like, that, nuts That's the part for me that's a little bit like, like, you... What, I... God bless the dead. Like, I, I, I don't know when that changed, like... Yeah, it's like, that's going out the window. Like, I, you know, like, damn. You know, yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, that, that's where I was just like, man, y'all really, like, hurt. Yeah. They've gone as far as setting up fake GoFundMes, yeah. trying to capitalize off this man's death, trying to say the family set up a GoFundMe. Let me tell you this, right? That man was rich as a motherfucker. Um... In two and a half years, his attorney has confirmed this, his close friends, people like O'Shea Duke Jackson, uh, Mediocre Tutorials and Reviews. These people have confirmed that this man made eight figures the last two years. He was driving around Atlanta in a million-dollar McLaren. Yeah. You can't, some shit you can't fake. Yeah. You gotta, you you can't You can't rent that. that. You can't rent that. You're not renting that every day. Like, he's in a million-dollar McLaren, among other vehicles. Multiple $40,000, some shit you can't fake, man. Yeah. So let's just go ahead and we let's just take this argument by argument. Let's just go ahead and throw the he broke argument out the window. That's gone. Right. That's done. We're not even going to, we're not even going to do that. Um, then it turned into, oh, this woman that he just met the day before he died, this is this and this, and she say she a nurse, but she really an escort and this and this and this. Apparently this was a woman that he was dating. 
that his mother knew, that his daughter knew. We didn't even know that he had a daughter because he wanted to protect her from any potential vitriol from internet trolls and some person on some uh, social media suicide mission uh, trying to defame or deface his child. Like, this is a person that was holding symposiums for black men, for other creators, um, people in, you know, social media space and the tech space and the YouTube space and stuff like that, bringing them together and showing them how to do this thing. Not even just men, women also, women like, uh, women like Melanie King. He was her, like her sucking fucking YouTube consigliere, helped her build her channel over 120,000 subscribers. They had a personal relationship that he, he protected her from and didn't, let her post pictures with him and this because he didn't want her platform getting ruined or people trying to deplatform her because of her association to him. Right. This is a, you're talking about protecting black women. He was doing it in real time, in real life. Dog. But you get no credit for that because we disagree with your stance and your opinions on what you say on your media platform. Right. All of this is crazy to me. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, I don't I don't think the shit he was doing or was saying was like wrong. Like he he basically was like, yo, be realistic. That's all. Like be realistic. You want a multi-million dollar man, this is what they want. How do I know? I'm a multi-million dollar man, first and foremost. Secondarily, all of my clients are high six-figure net worth multi-million dollar men. I talk to these men, I style them, I counsel them. Um they tell me exactly what they want. Yeah. You don't fit the mold. So just for the simple fact of me telling y'all to be realistic and or if you want this type of man, this is the criteria and the type of things you're going to have to conform to. He became public enemy number one to the black community. Right. How? I mean, the things he would say weren't like off. Like he used to say like, if you're going to deal with a high success man, you have to be ready to deal with infidelity. And it's like, women heard that and was like, what the fuck I got you, so I got to accept it. And it's just like, well, let's look at the, the history of this. Right? <laughs> right. Let's go, let's go case by case. You got people like Tiger Woods, who's a billionaire. Tiger Woods was fucking every white waitress from Oklahoma to fucking Nevada. This motherfucker and Denny's and Perkins going ham. <laughs> going ham. He wasn't even fucking no bad bitches. No. He just had to fuck. Why the fuck does Tiger keep telling us he has to go to Waffle House? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm down here. You understand? Love that, love that chicken fried steak. <laughs> Kobe Bryant. God, rest the, God bless the dead. Kobe, my God. Kobe literally had to go to fucking court. Had to take that shit to motherfucking trial. Yeah. Because he was hitting a chick that he was already hitting that was cool with it, and he went and did some old crazy shit. Yeah. Trying to go for the back door, and it turned into something else. Tried to go for that butthole. And she was like, oh, no, my brother. <laughs> and took his ass to Not court. with the anaconda, <laughs> black mama. He is not doing a butthole tonight. You hear me? Oh, yeah. He tried to put the black mama in, <laughs> in the butthole. In the butthole. And the one that stink, not the one that's pink. He was tripping. <laughs> this nigga needs to go to jail. You understand? You understand? Like, if, if, if and, and we look at these cases where it's just like, Jay-Z allegedly cheated on Beyonce. Repeatedly. 
With a white woman. With a white woman. Becky with the good hair. Jay had to grow dreads <laughs> and, and turn into Mansa Musa <laughs> to get his He had to become back. John Michelle Basquiat. Yo. And demure to his wife in every scenario possible uh. for the last seven years uh. because of it. Just uh. man in the world. <laughs> no. <laughs> Jeff Bill Gates was running around. Bill and his wife knew about yeah. it. He was fucking his executive assistant for yeah. years. They would take vacation together and all that. Yeah. The wife knew about it. Oh, don't get me started on Will and Jada. Like, so it's like if, if history shows us that the most successful motherfuckers out here run like that. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba da ba ba ba. I'm going all the way back to look at Thomas Jefferson. Yes. Don't get me started with that one. So it's like, is the shit that Kevin Samuels is saying, is it that far off? Because I know poor niggas that got 80 bitches. Nigga. Uh, you understand? Nigga. I, I, I know some. I, nigga. I know a nigga without 80 bucks that got 80 hoes. No bullshit. So could you imagine that nigga with 80 million? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. He gonna fuck himself to death, nigga. <laughs> He working on fucking his, he working on HIV now. What you think he going to do with ADM? ADM? And PJ? Dog. Dog. Remember when y'all loved Meek Mill with Nicki Minaj? And then y'all loved Meek Mill with Milano? And then Meek went on an interview and was like, yeah, I had an orgy with 16 bitches on the jet. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the unfortunate truth is this. Men fulfill their purpose and become who they want to be in order to enjoy the spoils of their success. Part of which, a large part of which, is women that they would otherwise not have access to if he was dirty, meek with the breeze. What Drake say on the joint with uh, with Timberland? Um, I'm addicted to this life. It's gonna be hard to quit. Like, yeah, yeah. You imagine what the fuck? Did you see the shit last week? With like, this is the shit I'm talking about. Did you see the shit with Drake and the bull on the Bleacher Report? Yes. I mean, on a, uh, it wasn't Bleacher. No, it wasn't Shave Room. It was um, no, not. It went mega viral. Talking about the, with the dude wife and all that shit. The bull. Uh, it was on one of them basketball niggas. Uh, easy, easy. Uh, uh, a lethal shooter. It okay. Was, it was on his. He made a comment on one of them posts and was like, uh, it was about T. Morant. Yeah, about the whole being a black mm -hmm, father thing. Mm -hmm. And Drake commented was like, being a fucking father that's hype is what you're supposed to be. Like, I can't wait till my son is doing competitive anything. anything. I don't give a fuck <laughs> if it's a Rubik's Cube competition. I'm going to be going crazy. And some nigga was like, yeah, well, your son probably going to have ghostwriters. And Drake was like, I just followed your wife because she looks like she needs some excitement. That bitch screenshot it and posted on her story was like, with the eyes, like, oh, hey, Drake. Hey, Drake. She was like, damn, my, my husband trolling got Drake in my DM. She posted it on Drake in the DM. I'm here for you, girl. I'm, not, I'm here for you, ma. <laughs> I'm here for you, ma. <laughs> they got a goddamn TMZ interview oh, out of that shit. I'm here for you, ma. <laughs> like, straight up and down. If Drake tell your girl she he here for, it's it's not like it's, it's, it's tough to beat, man. It's open season. It's tough to beat, yo. It's tough to beat. So it's like. Him speaking, Kevin Samuels speaking these uncomfortable truths and bringing these, these things to the forefront that it's like, we all know this shit. 
my whole thing was, why y'all acting dumb about it? Like, why y'all acting like y'all never heard this shit before? There's a whole thing online where, where men been saying for years, either I'm going to pay all the bills or I'm going to be faithful. I ain't doing both. Bro. That's a thing. I was one of them niggas. Look at Drew Holiday. I was one of them niggas. Now, I turned my life around and stopped being a fucking whore, but... I wholeheartedly believe that shit. You know why? Because my father and my grandfather told me that's the way it is. And you had women that accepted it. Kevin Samuels routinely talked about the fact that Big Daddy, Grandpa, had a motherfucking whole family on the other side of town or two towns over. You ain't meet your cousins and your brothers and your sisters to the funeral. Right. Right. They got they got his other wife listed as a special friend <laughs> in, 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 in the in the in the, uh, in the program at the funeral. I just more so go off of, like, what history has shown us, right? And history has shown us that the most successful... I've literally heard stories of people who ain't even successful abusing their power. Yes. That's just what it is. Like, it, it, and, and so if that's the case, it's just, like, the shit he was saying wasn't that far off. At like, all. Like, it just wasn't. And then the fact that he turns around, and I personally feel this way, where it's like, for men... Neither one of us, none, no three of us, ain't none of us in amazing shape. We got guts, titties, and shit, all three of us. But we all got money, so we all <laughs> right. top of the fucking line. Like, yeah. That's what it is. I made a point on social media probably about a year ago. I said, I done seen men come back from everything. Everything. I done seen niggas in wheelchairs with 100 bitches. I done seen niggas that told on 100 niggas with 100 bitches. I done seen niggas that... Killed well-known people, beat it on a technicality, and the bitches is fucking this well-known killer. Like, I didn't seen it all for men because the common denominator and the equalizer to everything when it comes to men is money and success. Yeah. If you are successful... And don't let you have dick. It's so You got dick the good... You, you like, got dick and, and money? <laughs> what? Oh, the world is yours. Them hoes looking for you. <laughs> They looking for you. Like, and for, for, for on the flip side with women, women get judged off of looks. Their looks. That's just it. It's part of their currency. They come up knowing from eight, nine, ten years old, they got they, they got pretty privilege or not. You ever seen bitches with colorful eyes, with green eyes, blue eyes, yellow eyes? You ever seen the way they take selfies? Their eyes are laser locked in on the lens every photo they take. Yep. I've never seen a pretty-eyed bitch look away from the camera. <laughs> right. Like, ain't no Southwest no look from no yeah. pretty-eyed bitch. And if you look up at me with them pretty-ass eyes while you sucking my dick, please take my money. Yeah. Yeah. How much is it? How much? Ain't even nothing to get. <laughs> How much is it? Like, and, and, and it, it, it's like we understand the world. Yes. But we'll act like we don't for the sake of it, especially some shit like that. And the shit that went on the last couple of years on social media, Twitter specifically, like the nigga was never lying. I seen him literally tell a man where the guy was like, yeah, you know, like I'm trying to figure out like why, like why, like why I'm having a tough time when it come to these. Yeah, why women ain't approaching me. You know, and Kevin Samuels was like, well, what do you drive? Where do you live? What do you look like? How big is your dick? Do you have any money? Yeah. Like, all of this shit, and the nigga, like, I mean, you know, like, you know, he's like, nigga, do you have a big dick or not? Right. Because if you don't, I'm telling you already, you down two. <laughs> right. To start, nigga, yeah. you starting with a safety. <laughs> he said, <laughs> he said, nigga, you 5'10", almost 300 pounds, you make less than $10,000 a year, and you ain't got no dick, nigga. You can pack it up, It's over nigga. for you. Yeah. There are no hoes for there you. There are none. <laughs> there are no hoes for you, fam.
You gotta get something. You really right. don't understand this. <laughs> yeah, you don't know how this goes. <laughs> you really lost. How long you been on this planet? Twenty four years. Dog. What you been doing the last twenty four? Like you gotta get successful. Dog. You gotta you gotta establish you know who you are. You gotta realize your purpose as a man in order to get access to anything, <sighs> anything like to even just be in certain rooms like. You could be a great person, all that cool shit. You ain't, you ain't successful. You ain't got no money. You ain't got nothing to add to this conversation. You're not useful to the group. You ain't in the group no more, nigga. And I will say this because the 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 numbers are so offset from either side that men who aren't worthy of being in the in the presence or around certain women have a way easier time of pulling it off than the flip side. Yeah. Shit, look at Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne got rich as fuck and was like, I don't want no dark skin hoes on my yacht. And motherfuckers was pissed. But it's like at the end of the day, he put that fuel in that yacht and he taking it out there. So it's fucked up. And he got a he got Mac Main at the at the foot of the yacht <laughs> with the paper bag. <laughs> and Mac Main is not losing his Yo. job for you. Mac Main and Lil Twist is not losing their job for yeah. you bitches. Mac Main is at the bridge. You know the little bridge <laughs> you walk right. up on the boat. Mac Main is down. Oh there. no, sister. Yeah, at the SS Middle Wayne. Yeah, you must <laughs> be at the wrong Yo, boat. No, you is not going up there. Yeah. Yeah. Remember when they got mad at Future a couple years ago? They said he didn't want no fat holes in his section in the club. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Fuck the section. I don't want no fat holes in the club. <laughs> What club is this again? <laughs> yeah, Future had a party at Story last night. He didn't want no, no. no fat holes in the club. Like, no, the club didn't want no fat holes in the yeah, club. Yeah. Whether Future was there or not, you wasn't getting there. Uh, uh. So these uncomfortable truths, these things that we all know, but like try to act dumb about because there's so much, and Kevin Singh has made this a point, there's so much women-driven media that's telling women you can have it all. And that that's the thing. Like, even when you get to like, and you y'all know, everybody know me, know, I, I love a bigger girl. Like, I you ain't know this. But the whole plus-size model, like the key word in plus-size model is plus-size. Yeah. You're a plus-size model. I get it all the time. You a handsome big guy. I'm not a handsome guy. I'm a handsome <laughs> big, big guy. guy right? You understand what I'm saying? That's a reality. You you light skin. I'm dark skin. You you people are gonna tell you about that. Like you know, you're gonna hear it. You're gonna, yeah. It's just what it is. Like so, when we have these these realities and these things that go on in society, I don't understand how y'all will act like y'all don't know or understand them. Like, I say it all the time. Barack Obama was super worthy of being the first African-American president. Checked every box. Of the United States. But I'm not going to lie. If Barack... Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash prime 
and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Obama look like Sidney Poitier. I, I, I was I was gonna go even further. I was gonna say Shaba Ranks. <laughs> like nigga, ain't no way on earth he was not getting in that office. Ain't no way he wasn't getting near. He wasn't getting on the ballot. No. 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 Senator of Illinois? Yeah, right. You would have been second in command of drills for the 300 <laughs> <laughs> right. You, He might have rose to the ranks of aldermen. Yeah, real shit. Alderman of the 18th Ward of Chicago. Yeah. Maybe. Like, what you look like matters like a motherfucker. Yes. Seriously. Yes. So us pretending that it don't, don't change the reality of what it is. You ever meet a nigga that's taller than 6'3"? It's in his bio. That <laughs> real shit. Nigga be six, six, seven. What you do, nigga? I install a, a, a Wi-Fi for files. Yeah, real shit. <laughs> but I'm six, seven. A nigga taller than six, three got it in his bio. You know why? Because hoes like tall niggas. Yeah. That's that's a reality. That's a prereq. That's a prereq. Yeah. Are oh, you a tall nigga? All right, man, let's yeah. do something. Rob was rambling the other day. You know they have a surgery now to make you taller? Yes. And Rob was like, yeah, going, they, they break your femurs and insult, insert like some fucking artificial bone or some shit like that, and you can get up to five inches taller. And Rob was like, I, I would never do nothing like that. But, I, you know, it, it would be, I, I, I like who I am. You know what I mean? <laughs> It'd be interesting. It'd be interesting. Six you know. foot Rob would be interesting. Six foot Rob would be crazy. <laughs> I'm not even particularly tall, but... Through the years, when I meet women, they're always like, oh, you're taller than I thought. You know why? Because I'm fucking five, ten and a half, and it's like, that's enough. Yeah. That's enough. You put Tim's on there, you six, one and a yeah. half, nigga, it's up. Yeah. You tall Look enough. Look at these niggas punching they shit all yeah, over this shit is different tonight. Yeah, Memphis is acting bad. Yeah. They gonna get smoked next game, oh, but yeah. they acting they yeah. bad tonight. They out there, uh, yeah, they playing. They acting crazy. Jaron Jackson's blocking every <laughs> fucking thing. Yeah, they're going to get destroyed. Yeah, they're going to get destroyed game uh, yeah, they gonna get motherfucking, game six. They're going to get motherfucking molly They're going to pay for this. Yeah. <laughs> All this effort y'all put for the night, yeah. y'all going to pay for this. But tonight, it looked great. But, uh, like, girls with, with, with big asses get privileged that girls without big asses don't. You know how I know? Because girls without big asses is going to get big asses. Yeah. To like, the point where I feel sorry for all the women that don't got at least a, a, a good amount of ass. I feel bad for them. Because when you got a big ass, you gonna get some privilege. Yeah, doors is gonna open for you. Yeah, you yeah. might could get a Chick Fil A franchise. Yeah, <laughs> like a motherfucker might just give <laughs> give you a Chick Fil A franchise. At least a Bojangles. What man? <laughs> At least a Bojangles. <laughs> Straight up. Oh shit! At least a Bojangles. No, that's real shit though. That's truth. I've seen women with no credentials other than pretty, nice titties, fat ass get all kind of shit. Because they know inherently that that package is currency. I can trade this for something Mm -hmm. of value. Mm -hmm. And if I meet the right nigga at the right time, something of high value. Yeah. So I look at it like the, the, the shit Kevin Samuels would say and would explain. I never once watched a John where it was just like he was lying. Yeah. And I don't 100% that, agree with anybody. No, no. But my thing is like, because again, I watched the world. So like, look at the interview. Remember the John told you about where he was like, hey, tell your fat friend to come on the, on the camera because why she hiding? <laughs> and the chick was like, I ain't fat. And she, he was like, yes, yeah, she is. You fat or you hit something because why yeah. you not coming on the camera? Fuck you, you don't know what you're talking about. And it's just like, no, no, no. He's not lying. You ever see women when they get their hair done? 
Tell Absolutely. me, tell me, I'm, I'm nodding for those. Tell me, I'm lying, Big Dan. You ever see motherfucking bitches get their hair done, right? And they don't got their makeup on. They don't got their eyebrows drawn on. They don't got their lip gloss on. They don't got their eyelashes in. When the hairstylists take a picture of their hair, what do they do in the chair when they're going around them? Cover their face. They do this. <laughs> they cover their face with both their hands so you can show the hair but not my face. It's like, you know you don't look like nothing. Right. <laughs> You've been not looking like nothing for a you long time. You know this. You, you live with you. You know this. That's why he would always say, yo, no makeup, no nothing. What are you? Don't say seven. All that you know they said, I'm a six. I'm a six. I'm a five. Yeah. He's like, he said, we are a world of average people. So if you a five or you a six and you average, what the fuck makes you think you deserve Clay Thompson? Because fucking Vanity Fair and Madame Noir and all these other women-driven publications have told us that we all queens and we all are deserving of these rich men. But when you just break it down to just raw numbers and statistics, which he loved to do so much, it's like, how many of these men exist? And yeah. then once you further segment it down, how many of them are black? Right. It ain't a lot of them. So it's like, how all of y'all going to get a rich nigga? Right. It's impossible. And... He talked about classism with, within dating, which was like a big topic of his that I love when he would talk about like the classism of like women will have a man that is handsome, makes the money and all of that, but he a plumber. He own a plumbing company or he an electrician or whatever. It ain't a sexy job. He don't wear a suit to work, so he's less than the, the guy that make 85000 but wear a suit to work. And it's just like, do y'all want the money or not? Like, yeah. do y'all want a successful man or not? Y'all don't know what y'all want. And that was a large part of everything that he was talking about. Like, yo, y'all are confused. Yeah, it was more so just like a, you're, you're all essentially running off of the shit you see online. And I exactly. see a lot of the shit where, like, even down to these memes that women be posting, that shit be like a burnout at times where it's like, because women will just be like, oh, the meme funny. Like, nah, because it's the truth. You, you believe some of this shit. Yeah. Like, at you, least half of it. You have to. You know what I'm saying? I'm not posting gay memes because they funny. You know what I'm saying? It's like you you have to believe some of this shit. Exactly. And his whole thing was, let's just all be realistic with each other. Yeah. And I think men just have a, men have such an easier time at being realistic. Because we're told from a young age that you got to accomplish. You got to do this. You got to be a good person. You got to groom yourself. We, we're told all of this shit. I wasn't even going into like the, the aesthetic part of being a man. I was more so talking about dealing with the opposite sex. Where it's like, you go out, you meet a chick, you like her, you date with her. you like, damn, I like her. She's pretty to me. She's nice. I met her family. They cool. You know, we vibe real good. No signs of uh, bipolar, schizophrenia. Yeah, like, damn, we, we should go ahead, and you know what I'm saying? And man will do that and go ahead and just be, like, happy with his wife, with his girl, wh whatever. But it's like, yeah, in the mental, yes, I'd like to fuck Rihanna. But be fantastic. It would be cool. I'm sure I, it's great. I'm sure it's lit. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I'm probably not going to get Rihanna. I'm probably not going to be able to get Tiana Taylor up out of Amon Chumber. <laughs> right. I'm probably not I'm probably not going to be able to get Lizzo. This bitch got Grammys. <laughs> right. I'm probably not getting Lizzo. But the re but on the flip side, women will literally have this thing where it's like, I could get Idris Elba. If I'm just in the right place at the right time with the right dress and the right shoes on and the right booty pop, I could be Mrs. Idris Elba. Hmm. And, the, and he, Kev would constantly talk about 
possibility versus probability. And we've adopted it into our show. Like, yes, it's possible that you could potentially meet Idris Elba and fuck Idris Elba. But it's not probable that once that happens, he's going to hold on to you and keep you. And then you then become Mrs. Idris Elba. Right. So it's like, let's not confuse sexual attention with relationship intention. Right. And there's a lot of delusion that exists within women, not just black women, women of all races that think that, oh, because I fucked six NBA players and three NFL niggas that I'm destined to be with one of them. But what you're not looking at is out of them nine professional athlete dicks you sucked, none of them held on to you for any extended period of time. Why is that? And they don't want to examine the reality behind why that is or may be. I just, I just feel like looking at the content that he used to do, um, a lot of it was like sensationalizing certain Absolutely. situations. He was hamming it up in a lot yeah, of different of scenarios because part of being a YouTuber and a media personality is being a media personality. But I, I look around and I'm like, I've had these conversations with like people in my life and, and we, we've talked and it's just like, understanding where you are and who you are and what you got going on. It's, it's, it, it's like, it's almost like difficult, but y'all be knowing mm-hmm. like you ever see a woman in a crazy situation and she ain't going nowhere because she realistically is like, she can't get no better shit. This is as good as it gets. Because she does an evaluation where it's like, I got this many kids, this many baby fathers. I don't know this. I got this or this, that, and the third shit. At least he fucking be, you know, bringing home some chicken tenders. And, you know? <laughs> right. and it's just like, yeah, it's like, you know, good and goddamn well, you can't latch on to a fucking uh, Draymond Green but when somebody say that to you, you like offended. And it's just- if you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's. It's like, no, nah, don't work like that. Yeah, because when you tell a man he can't get Rihanna, Tiana, or Lizzo, it's like, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're much more rooted in reality on the whole. I just don't look at none of the shit as like it was some far off. Like people made it almost seem like he was a Martian and was just making up this <laughs> right. weird language that we had never yeah. heard. And it's just like, no, like when 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 the song come on and it, it and it be like all the bad bitches throw your hands in the air, all the ugly bitches put your hands down. They not like that they all the bad bitches put your hands up. <laughs> yeah. All of you. All of you. If you are ugly bitch, put your hands down. Like that it's just no, you ugly. And if you don't wait till you miss your girlfriend's birthday dinner next year, she's gonna tell you. She's gonna, she gonna let you know. let you know you an ugly <laughs> yeah, bitch. Yeah, you gonna, we gonna and, you, and when we was in Cancun, your butt was stinking. She gonna let you know about yourself. Real shit. Yeah. So I just, I just look at him and I'm just like, the shit he was doing wasn't that crazy. I will say, in his death, seeing people almost be like happy that someone's dead. There is were women nuts. saying that they were gonna throw parties. Vivica Fox went as far as saying, "Oh, like, man. oh man." Vivica Fox was like, oh, this is karma. And it's just like, like, Vivica. My karma for saying some shit you don't like or agree with is not me dying. No. Of a heart attack on top of some Spanish woman. No. <laughs> no. That is not my karma. It's a good way to go. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, it's, I can think of worse ways to die. Yeah, it's definitely worse ways. But it's just like, they act like it was hate speech. Like, they act like he got on there every show and was like, you stupid ass bitches. Like, that never happened. 
It never happened. And for every viral moment he had where he was telling some delusional woman how delusional she was and breaking it down, there are equal amounts of clips that didn't go viral where he was praising women, <clears throat> black women, for being good women. But if you call his show and say, oh, yeah, I, I left. I mean, my husband was a great man, and he was successful in this and this and this, but it was just boring, so I left him. And it's just like, what, bitch? Like, what? Like, I, I, I left my husband because I'm really trying to connect with one of my exes because, you know, he made it to the NFL now. And it's like, yo, what y'all want is the lifestyle. You don't even want the security that finances provide. You want the lifestyle and the opulence to be able to say, look at my 30 Chanel bags. Look at right. my four Birkin bags. Look at my Bentley. Look at my Rolls Royce. Like you want y'all want to y'all want these things in order to shit on other hoes that y'all supposedly in some sisterhood with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hit this boogie button one time. <laughs> it's all a big ass farce. All yeah. this girl power, it's a farce. Women, it's widely accepted that women hate each other. Yeah. Yeah. But y'all can all band together to because admonish is some man who's saying some shit you, you, you know don't like. You know what's so funny? Because you you ever noticed how wow, That's Jaren crazy. Jackson drawling. <laughs> like, you ever notice how these captions be starting with y'all bitches? Yeah. You ever notice that? Yes. Yeah. It's never y'all niggas. Yeah. It's y'all bitches. You know why? Because y'all hate each other. Yeah, it'd be y'all bitches in a heartbeat. Y'all have invisible beef with all women on the whole. Yeah. Not all of you, but a good proportion of you have beef with women on the whole. And in reality, when y'all saying y'all bitches, y'all talking to two, three people, but y'all going to throw the whole group in there. Absolutely. <laughs> because it's more effective and it gets the point across and you ain't got a name Tanisha Shaniqua. And uh, Kim from from the Dirty Block. You ain't got to do all that, so I'm just going to, y'all bitches. And then the bitches that she not talking to, yes, girl, because these bitches do be tripping. Y'all are ridiculous. Y'all are ridiculous, man. So to pretend like Kevin Samuels was talking some hate speech shit or he was some enemy of the state or whatever is is very far-fetched. It's disingenuous. And y'all look nuts. The whole thing with Vivica Fox is she's essentially mad at him because he called her out about, like, the whole Ice Cube shit with the plan for black America and her saying, like, fuck the Ice Cube, no, and da, da, da. And, and, and Kevin said, Vivica, you've been playing one character the 30 years that we've known you, the sassy black woman. Do you have another gear? Yeah. Do you have something else you can tap into? Do you have any... uh? Do you have any, any other any other chops? Any other yeah? Do you yeah, have yeah. any other compassion? You know what I'm saying to the point where it's like, and so basically what you're telling us is you've been playing yourself in all of the movies and television shows and shit you've been on. You've been playing yourself and playing yourself. This is like we we are celebrate we are celebrating a man's death because we don't like the words that he said instead of just simply changing the channel. He ain't even on television. He act, act like Kevin Sanders had a show on ABC on Tuesdays. Like, uh, Abbott Elementary came on and then Kevin Sanders came on. Like, y'all had to go find this content. He's on YouTube. He's on YouTube, He's on YouTube and Instagram. Y'all had to go find this content. And I'm just not down with going to go find something that's going to, that I disagree with or something that's going to make me feel less than when I leave the broadcast. That's crazy to me. I don't understand it. It's bizarre. It's it's bizarre. How bizarre. We need a how bizarre button. Yeah. We need a how bizarre button, man. 
Uh, but rest in peace, Kevin Samuels, man. Um, you know, he will leave a legacy that will inspire the next generation. Look at this nigga. The next generation. Oh, so icy entertainment. Yeah. That will inspire the next generation of male-centric content creators and male-driven platforms. And in his death, all of this craziness that's going on is basically <laughs> confirming the fact that the, we need more men-driven media. The line right now in the Grizzlies-Warriors game is 40 and a half. <laughs> this shit is bad, they man. They 50. Yeah, the Warriors just laid an egg tonight. Yeah. This is, this is a bad one for them. This is this is a, uh, what do you call it? This is a uh, aberration. This will not happen in game six. This shit is over with. They will close this out. But uh, rest in peace to Kevin Samuels. Like I, I'm, I like you know, unless you're like Hitler or like Mussolini, you know what I'm saying. You deserve a rest in peace. The man had a family, uh, and that that was my biggest takeaway from this whole week. Imagine, imagine for as trifling as some of y'all are, imagine you dying and in your family having to watch and listen to all of that nonsense for a week straight. You see what I'm saying? Coming from on high and down low. Right. Like, y'all just didn't, y'all just didn't, like, y'all like, missed the mark like, on, like, like a, having like, some coof. Like, imagine your father die, and then you got to see Vivica A. Fox on television talking about, oh, well, that's karma for him hating on me acting. What? Like, that's, uh, you, you clearly skipped that. The day that they was covering karma in community college, like, you skipped that day. <laughs> clearly. Like, no, we watch two and three can play that game. Like, <laughs> no, he's not making this up, Vivica Fox. This is crazy. Yes, this is nuts. This is insane. That's not karma for that. Not dying. A lot of people took the, took the opportunity this man's death to really miss the mark, make themselves look like assholes, and act like they were saying some dope shit and, um, because they knew it would go unchecked. And... Um, you know, like I was saying, man, this this just his, his death illustrates and this fallout from it illustrates the, the importance of male driven media because there has to be some form of balance. You go to the shade room, you go to the spiritual world, you go to baller alert, all of that. You you go to gossip. That is women driven media. They have 90 percent women uh, interacting with that content. So there is so you know what you're going to get when you peer into them comments when somebody like Kevin Samuels died. You know what that is. Right. But there needs to be some form of a balance, something, some, some yin to the yang to balance this thing out to where it's like it can at least be a counterpoint to whatever point y'all are trying to make. I don't even know that y'all are trying to make a point, but whatever it may be, there needs to be some form of a counterpoint. Yeah, I think in the, in the, in the, to put a ribbon on it, um, the 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 angst that everybody walks around with for the opposite sex that shit eventually just needs to go ahead and you know at the end of the day if it's seven to one right men to women seven to one it's seven women for every man already right there it's not enough to go around because it's not equal exactly. right now the over under for the fourth quarter it was fifty one it, it was fifty one and a half. But it was a negative 128 for the under. It was a negative 110 for the over. Now it's at 50 and a half, and it's even, negative 114. So it's like if I have a better shot of hitting the under than I do of the over because of the odds on it, yeah. where it's like the odds are it's probably going to go under 51 and a half for the fourth quarter just because it's a blowout. Eventually they're going to pull. You see they already pulled the starters yep. for the fucking – you figure you got slow motion in there with four random niggas for the green. They got niggas I've never seen before. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> so this is just going to be like chucking up shots where it's like, mm -hmm. you know, so probability, you know, it's percentage-wise – 
a lot of people just aren't going to find somebody to be with. Right. That's just reality. So if I, if it's slim pickings already, you understand what I'm saying? Like, and then you set up a series of unrealistic uh, standards to go along with the slim pickings that already exist. Somebody's going to get left out in the cold. You know what I mean? And that's just what it is. And that's all he was highlighting. He was talking about the importance of family, of community, and the fact that even during uh, slavery and Reconstruction, black people were married at an 80% clip. Now, black women are the least married of any ethnic group. Chris Rock had an old stand-up, I think it was Big Ass Jokes, where he was like, it was, it was one of them. I, I can't remember, don't get me to lying. But he was basically saying how when a man and a woman are doing bad together, don't nobody be like, he should leave her. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Because it's just not reality. That's not the way it works. It's like, no, it's just no one cares about a man in that regard when it comes to, like, the financial aspect. Oh, no. He's like, you see a homeless man with a dog, you legit be like, oh, man, we got to get that dog oh, something right, get, get the dog some help. <laughs> Who can we call to get the dog yeah. some assistance? He's like, that dog needs some food. <laughs> <laughs> like, so that shit is real. And it's like, yo, we act like we don't understand these things where – you know, it's it's just life. It's it's the reason men go out here and do the things we do. Like women, legit focus on being pretty. A lot of them just focus yeah. on looking a certain way and going out and trying to meet niggas. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, you got whole cities designed around it: Miami, Los Angeles, yeah. Las Vegas. Like whole cities designed around beautiful women flocking there, knowing that there's a high heightened percentage of me being able to meet some rich, successful man. When all-star weekend comes to town, you know what happens? All the hoes put on their best shit and pull up. And you know what niggas do? Put on all their jewelry and bring all their money in hopes that the NBA niggas don't fuck with these bitches. And then <laughs> it's can, our turn. We can, we can get one. <laughs> that is our turn. <laughs> that's, that's, that's bait for the bitches. Yeah, that's life. That's it. That's the way it goes. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you're judged off of your success. When you a man, and for a woman, you know it's fucked up, but it starts with what you look like. This is why women go and alter their bodies and go and get 30-foot weaves and go and get their eyelashes done for three hours and all that. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't last time you got your eyelashes done. Never. Never. And I'm not getting my eyelashes done. Who gives a fuck? It's like, you know, I got a credit card. You know what I'm saying? What the fuck I need my eyelashes done? Man, <laughs> and, my- and a Navy Federal Cash Rewards what card. What the fuck I need my eyelashes done for? So it's like, yeah, like, we act like we don't understand the way the world works or understand the goings-ons of it mm-hmm. for the sake of we don't like this guy. And that shit was corny. And watching y'all celebrate someone passing away was just bizarre. Because I, I, I just don't even, like, I, I don't know. Maybe I, my parents, I have no clue. But... Being happy that someone is dead because y'all didn't see eye to eye is 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 wild. And mind you, someone you never met. Right. Not someone who you had a real life disagreement with. Right. In person. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying? That's different. You got, you know, some beef is everlasting. Now I said it best. It's yeah. real. But if you have a personal beef with somebody, I can I can understand 50 Cent never fucking with Young Buck. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. I can understand juvenile never fucking with Young Buck. You, you, seriously. Yeah. I can understand 50 and Job, they never squash it. I can understand that. Yeah, would, Jake, would Drake say uh, some beef is too wild to reconcile? Some shit is just too wild to reconcile. Take that, take that. Like, real shit. But if you don't got a personal beef with somebody, just being happy that someone who did YouTube content is dead because you didn't like the fact that he might have made you have to look at yourself and, you know, be realistic. 
Yeah. That's that's wild. That's nuts. That that just shouldn't have happened. So it's just and just knowing that he got a mother, he got a daughter, he got family, he got friends. It's like you got shit with you. I don't. You pass away. I don't want to see motherfuckers like Chad was this and Chad was like what the fuck. He always was a nut ass nigga. It's like crazy. now, that's not the time for that. That now isn't the time, yo. <laughs> yeah. Like, what was the over? Okay, okay. That's how it be when a motherfucker got a bed and he in the back of the room. <laughs> Extra quiet. <laughs> Extra Ultra quiet. quiet to himself. <laughs> That's silly as shit. That's silly to the motherfucker. Hey, I'm 50 points. Yes. <laughs> I told you at the Sixers game, I jumped up, went crazy with hard hit the three. Dude was like, man, we have 25. What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, that shit real. But I got nothing else with this shit, man. RIP to the GOAT. Yeah, man. He, he was a legend. He will leave a legacy. And I think the, in the short-sighted nature of people, what people aren't realizing is that all of this vitriol that y'all are throwing in his direction is only going to inspire the next generation of male-centric content creators to go even harder on y'all. You think Kevin Samuels was bad. Wait till the next 14 Kevin Samuels. Yeah. They is going to put their proverbial foot in y'all asses. Like, y'all think y'all had a problem before. It's going to get ugly. It's going to get ugly, man. I got nothing else. I got nothing else, man. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. Hopefully, y'all enjoyed this episode. We will be back um, on Friday uh, with our legal expert, Kevin Hart Jr., to fully dissect this YSL uh, indictment. We're going to get into that in full. Um, check us out at the night market. If you're listening to this before the night market, come check us out at the night market. We're going to be performing at 8 p.m. Um, on Oof. the main stage uh, near the beer garden. Um, which is sponsored by Blue Brook. Shout out to them. Shout out to everybody involved in the night market. And this weekend, we will be in D.C. Pull up on us. Pull up on us. It's going to be a dope time, man. We're going to be at Arlington Cinema on Sunday for the live show. And Saturday night, we're going to be at St. Eve's. I'm never going to get that shit right, no matter how how how, how long I, I try to say that. We're going to be at St. Eve's, man, uh, for Big Dan's birthday, hosted by TRPE, man. Pull up on us. If y'all need sections, hit my bang my line. I can point you in the right direction of who to talk to. Shout out to Wayne and Tony for hosting us um, and Mikey O for putting it together. Mikey O has uh, been, uh, you know, been been working for us behind right. the scenes, man. Shout out to him. And uh, shout out to my bro, Javi, man. He just connected us with a, a power player in the podcast industry. So all of these things is coming together, man. Rile and the Ringer, we potentially going to be partnering with a you know big advertising company. Jen Mundy got something for us. A Boogie Hennessy got something. You know what I'm saying? It's coming together, man. So you know, just stay tuned for all all things TRPE as we continue to uh, you know forge forward and uh, you know stay stay steadfast in this mission and uh, establishing this you know this media entity that is TRPE um, along with the TRPE Nation that supports us so much, man. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. We are out. Peace. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. 
It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.